got your six with Professor J.R. Bell. just begging for money you're like one of those beggars probably just begging me for money and asking no i don't want no money from you well well then again if you do want to support my podcast i would like to hash something i'm gonna take a minute or two listen if you want to support my podcast i would like for you to do me a favor reach in your pockets see what you can do give what you can give a small amount of any amount because whatever you give me will support my podcast and by supporting my podcast you're actually helping me You reaching in your pocket and just dig deep and give. Don't give, don't give to your broke, just give. And all you gotta do is just go check out my check out my what check out just go to MBJ Group MBJ Group dot webs dot com and you can probably find me there if it's still up, because it should be still up. I don't know, it might be still up. there that's where you find me trust me that's where my thing is find me there okay you find me there okay if not uh, I, have to, I have to give you my website I got too many websites that I'm gonna give you but that's where you can find me okay look for, for me there all right really good website that's how you can find me all right and that's how my website is up and running okay we're good you can find me down there Alright, mbjgroup at dotwebs.com, mbjgroup.webs with an s.com. That's how you will find that website. That's my website. You will find me there, okay? Good. Now, for all you other people, I'm going to tell you some simple things. We're going to do this little homework assignment that I want to tell you that I want y'all to follow and listen, okay? We're going to do that, all right? Here's the thing I want you to do. I don't, we're going to go down this thing and I'm going to ask you some questions. Here's what I want you to do. We're going to talk about some things that are going to interest you. I'm going to tell you a little story about the 70s because I need you to understand about something that happened in the 70s, okay? In the early 70s, that was during the time of the, the ERA, the Freedom Movement, um, women, women's lib. People were choosing to live this care. They weren't carefree no more. They were all um, living this lifestyle. 
They were living this carefree lifestyle. You know. Y'all sit there and see me do a podcast about my dog getting sick. My dog had to rush to the hospital. Y'all know the reasons why. Because I told y'all. I gave y'all heads up. That's the reason why he does what he does. Yeah. So I gave y'all the reasons why. So y'all had a heads up reasoning on why he does what he does. So... Let's get back to the 70s. Like I said, as I was saying about the 70s, during the early 70s, people were just giving out psychotropic drugs. People were doing all kinds of weird things in the 70s. They were living this lifestyle that they shouldn't have been living. People were just, gas was cheap. I remember a pack of cigarettes was like, like a dollar back then. Yeah, well, no, it was 75 cents. I remember my dad said it was 75 cents. Other than that, that was it. And that's how it was. And, and everything rolled in cheap. Milk was like 10, milk was like 10 cents. 10, 25 cents uh, carton of milk. Yeah, a gallon of milk was 25 cents. Um, gallon, a carton of eggs was like um, um, 75 cents. So everything was cheap back in those days. And that's how things were. You know, you just, we just were that person that we had to do that. You know? We had to, you know? And that's what happened. You know? And that's what happened. It was that, you know? And I remember, I remember, oh, I remember, this one's what I remember. In 1974, this is what I wanted. Oh, yes, this is perfect. 
Uh, I, I'm going to change it. Yeah, I was going to talk about the psychotropic drugs and stuff, but I'm going to change it. Did you know, in 1974, OPEC was the was the um, oil embargo they put. I remember when gas was the gas shortage, and I mean it was a short. When I say shortage, it was short. Gas was massively short because during the 70s they had a gas shortage, and and it was so bad that OPEC was um, passing out gas. They were giving. People were rationing gas. Remember how they had that thing in Hurricane, I think it was Katrina, or Hurricane Andrews, or Hurricane Lombardo, or Hurricane Hurricane Government Ripoff? That that one was a massive one where they were just, people were, yeah. Gas was so low. Gas was so short that people were just, people were out for blood when it came to gas. They were. And you know, the federal government... You know, people were, people were out for massive blood and they literally had a hard time trying to find it because, you know, blood was blood and, you know, and that's how they did it, you know, so, and they were gone. The federal government, on the other hand, knew about this because they did deals with the old, with the Saudis. Here's the weird thing. We get our oil, we get our gasoline, our petrol oil, our gasoline. We get it from Prudhoe Bay, Alaska. That's about to dry up. And we get it from Texas, um, the Gulf Coast, down in the Gulf. And we also get it in Louisiana, um, Oklahoma, Kansas. Um, a little bit of New Mexico and a little bit of Arizona and a little bit of Wyoming. We get a lot of the gas from there. They find a lot of it there. Now that's 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 um, crude oil, natural gas, North Dakota, South Dakota, Pennsylvania, Ohio. Ohio had a lot of oil, a lot of crude, a lot of crude oil there, but we no longer get it from there no more because it dried up. So they get it from somewhere else. So, now, they had this trade embargo in the 70s, 74, trade embargo, which is the, the Saudis put a, put a free, they, they, they said, we're no longer going to sell oil, no more to the market. They said, because they wanted, they wanted the Europe, they wanted the, they wanted the U.S. as well as the European Union to, to, um, put a, a hold on pricing because they said that the U.S. wanted um, Saudis to lower their price. The Saudis said, no, we're going to keep it at a higher price. And they, they did do that. And the Saudis kept it at a high price. U.S. wanted to lower it, gas, because they needed they And we never, and here's the one part, the U.S. never buys oil from the Middle East. But we do sometimes buy the oil from the Middle East because when we because we have our military base and we have our military base in Seoul, Korea. We have a base in the Philippines at the time. We had our base in um, Beirut, Lebanon. We also had a base in um, over there in Japan, like in, 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 in Sasebo, Japan, um, Misawa and Yokosuka and we also had it on the island of Okinawa. 
So that's where the military was, right there in the middle, uh, over there. And plus our U.S. embassies and stuff. So we do get our oil. We do buy our oil from those. But other than that, that is just mainly the, the trade embargoes and stuff. And what happened was the U.S. had to bow down and we had to, it took a long negotiation. A lot of negotiating. And then we go a little further into coming to 79 and stuff. That's when um, Jimmy Carter was president. You know, 79 and stuff going into the 80s. Jimmy Carter was president. And we had, what do you call that? We had the Iran thing. The, the hostage thing. And Jimmy Carter was the president at the time who negotiated it. But when he, when he left office president, the, the newly elected president was Ronald Reagan. Reagan sat there and took the glory. But in reality it was it was Jimmy Carter who, who set that up. But also, did you know that Jimmy Carter took us off of the metric system? We're, we're, we're only, there's only like, was it two, I think it's two or three countries. I think it's either two countries or three countries that's on the imperial system. We, we're one and two, one or two other countries. It's on the imperial system. Uh, you know, that's what I think it is. You know, we're the, I mean, it's just weird how that is. You know, but we're talking about Jimmy Carter was a great president. I mean, he's a good president. I mean, he was a good, he was a good, he was a good man. Peanut farmer, great man. You know, and a lot of people didn't like him. He wasn't a politician. Ronald Reagan, Reagan was not, Reagan was never a good, they always say Reagan wasn't a politician. Yeah, he was. He was a governor. He was, he was, he, we can see he was a former governor. He was an actor turned governor turned president. That's how he did it. You know, and, and that's how he, you know, got into office. You know, he was that, that kind of president. Governor turned president, and then he ended up getting shot. And you knew about that story. That's like Louis up in the 80s, you know, and things like that. So, so he got like that. So, uh, a lot of times you, um, you know, when you look at things like that, people always ask, um, you know, about the president and stuff. I, I will tell you, that's how it happened. You know, that's how the, um, you know, that's how the president of the United States, you know, was, you know, Ronald Reagan. But after Reagan, you know, was in office, you know, you know, he wasn't bad or anything. He got shot at it, but then he had Alzheimer's, and that made him really bad. Yeah. That made him really, really bad in office. Yes, it did. It, it made him... It made him become this recluse. He stayed in office. He hid in his room. Yes, he did. Yes. His wife had to get him out of office. Did you know his vice president had more security clearance than he did? Did you know that? No, you probably didn't know that. Like, oh, professor, I didn't know that. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Didn't know that.
You didn't know that. Yes, you didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. President Bush. Sorry. I'm talking and I'm eating and oh, that's not good. That's bad for me. But I'm. Done. Okay. Let me hurry and finish. I'll. I'll be quick. Yes, I will be quick. So he um he I remember when I remember when President I remember when President Reagan said I want to look in Fort Knox, Mr. President. You cannot look in Fort Knox. He said, "Why? You don't have the security clearance." His vice president said, "He can look in there." They said, "Yes, sir, Mr. Yes, sir, Mr. Vice President. Go right ahead, Mr. President. Give him an escort." And the reason why is because Vice President Bush at the time used to be the CIA director and he had the highest clearance out of all presidents. Do you know, out of all the presidents, he was the one that had the most security clearance than any president. He had more security clearance. Oh, oh, I'm going to do another podcast on that one. I'm going to do another one on that one because I was going to talk about something about this. Yeah, I'll talk about that later. I'll talk about that later. I'm going to do it next. Probably do it next after this. Did you? Yeah. So we go in there, and did you know that during that time, (laughs) oil and everything was stabilized? Yeah, oil stabilized. Yeah, oil was stabilized and everything, and it stabled. And what stabled is the people. wonder about what happened and why did it stable okay if you're wondering though because the oil stable and stuff but in real reality it didn't here's what happened <coughs> the Saudis was like we got all this crude oil over there because they were making they were having they had so much oil they didn't know what to do with it and they had all this money they had so much money they didn't know what to do so they called contractors these US contractors came over there and they were like we can build this for you. And they were like, really? How much? Saudi's like, here, here's the blank check. Fill in. They were like, really? Um, 16 billion. Done. 18 billion. Done. Um, 700 million. Done, done, done. Trash system. Um, 9 million. Done, done. In the U.S. would have been less than that. But over there, they were they were raping them. Saudis didn't care. Because they wanted it done and they didn't care. They were just paying whatever to get it done. Now, the, the, the um, that was King Fa, I was King of, I was King Abdullah. No, not King Abdullah, that's King Abdullah of Jordan. That was King Fahd. Now the new king, the new the new king, he's way better with his money and more savvy. He's not letting people rob him and rip him off. He's a little more smarter. So, like I said, so I'm telling you is because I want you to understand that that they were ripping people off and they were doing this and the government, the U.S. government, you know, here's something that, I, the reason I'm talking about 
the oil embargo and stuff and all this stuff is that the U.S. government had ties into everything. When the Iran contract came along, that was about oil. It wasn't about the, the rebels and stuff. What it was is that the U.S. government, what, here's what the U.S. government wants to do. This is something I never knew. Did you know the U.S. government has military bases in almost every country? You know, the president of Venezuela, he's on the Boulevard um, system. I never know what the Boulevard system is. I'm not going to ask what it is. I'm not going to look it up. I should, but I'm not going to because if I do, i got to take my time and, and that's going to kill me. So he was up on the Boulevard system and he looked and he, and he asked, um, he talked to, he talked to the, um, the, he talked, he went to the U.S. and asked the president. He said, I want to put a military base in the U.S. They were like, um, the president was like, um, I see no problem with that. You know, at the time, the president was like, I see no problem with that. At that time, that was President Barack Hussein Obama. He was like, well, I see no problem with that. I'll get back with you. I don't know. I'm not going to say yes, and I'm not going to say no. I'm going to say, I'll get back with you. Let me check it out. And that's what he said. And he says, just let me check it out. So here's what he did. So he goes and he does his homework, and he does his homework and everything. Yeah. And he does his homework. And when he does his homework and stuff, he does everything. He goes and talks to the State Department. He talks to the CIA director. Yep. And when he talks to the CIA director and stuff, he checks everything and he asks. And he asks. And he asks the CIA director. And he tells him, he says, hey, um, Venezuela wants to put um, a military base in, um, in our country. They said, oh, no, Mr. President, he can't do that. They said they can't do that. And he asked why. And they said, because it's forbidden. He's not allowed. They're not allowed. And he was like, why? And they said, well, it's not allowed in our country. They said, you're not allowed to have, they can't. So he comes back and they say, the State Department comes in and they go, I'm sorry, you, you, you can't have your military base in our country. You can't have our military base in the country. Sorry. And he goes, thank you. Sorry. And President, at the time Obama was like, I'm sorry. They said no. I'm all bets aside, they say no. Here's my problem. Why can't he? I mean, we can have a base in their country. But then the U.S. turned around and said, would you allow us to put a base down there? Just so we can show good forth of good faith of your, your country's leadership and you being a great leader. Can we put a military base down there? They said, if we can't have a base, if Venezuela can't have a base in your country, you can't have a base in our country. Even El Salvador don't have a U.S. base down there because they refuse. Do you know, we have a base in Seoul, South Korea, but the Koreans don't have a base in our country. We have a military base. We have an actual military base in Japan. We have one in, we have one in Okinawa, Okinawa. We also have one in Guam. Do you know that Guam doesn't have a military base here, even though it's U.S. territory? We have a military base in Okinawa, U.S. Marine Corps base, as well as the Army and the Air Force. You know that the you know that the that the Japanese don't have a military base here is because of national security. That's what they say. It's all about national security. That's the reason. 
The reason why I'm telling you all this stuff because I want you to understand the government has ties in all these things. And the Saudis and all that stuff. People always ask me, um, they always say, hey, professor, who is the richest person in the world? That would be Bernard Arnault from LVMH. That's Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy. That's what they say. He's the richest person in the world. To be honest with you, that's, uh, they say it's the Bilderbergs. They say it's the Rothschilds. Used to be. Bilderbergs used to run the countries. Bernard Arnault of LVMH used to be the most richest person in the world. To be honest with you, yes, he is on paper. In the media, he's the richest person in the world. But the richest person actually is the Saudis. They are a billion. They are a multi-billionaire company. They own billions. They own billions and billions and billions. To be honest, they are they are trillionaires. Instead of being a billionaire, they're trillionaires. The Saudi Corporation is a trillion dollar company. All of them. They're trillionaires. That's how successful they are. They have that kind of money. Why they have that kind of money? Is because that's what they are. They're, they're multi-trillionaires. Yes, they are multi-trillionaires. That's what they are. They are mega-trillionaires. And that's how wealthy they are. They're mega-trillionaires. And they make that kind of money. They're the kind of people that you want to have in your life. That's how rich they are. The wealth, that wealth gap. So you need that kind of money. Let me tell you that. Let me tell you the reasons why I say that. It's because that's how much money they have. You want that kind of money. And you want that kind of wealth gap. You want that kind of money in your life. You don't want to change it at all. See, that's the kind of wealth gap you have. Yeah, and I mean it sincerely. You want that kind of wealth gap. Because that wealth gap will protect you. And I mean it sincerely. It will protect you. You need that. They're, they're that super rich billionaire type. The rich trillionaire type family. Everybody in their family is wealthy. Now, the one of the family members is a billionaire because of the tech industry. He invested in like Google, Facebook, and stock markets like that. And tech stocks. And he made a lot of money. And that's what I mean. Like that. So, and you know that the government has a whole... You know the government has a manifesto on almost every country? Did you know that um, there was... There's one country... It's one country... I forgot what country is that. I'm not sure if it's Turkmenistan. There's one country... It's not North Korea. And it's not Russia. Because Russia's a democracy. And North Korea is just North Korea. There's one country... That the U.S. has been banned from. Seriously, the U.S. has no diplomat, a diplomat embassy in this country. Do they have an embassy here? No, they do not. They don't. It's one country, and I mean seriously, one country that does not have a diplomat in this country. Seriously, one. And I mean it. What? And I'm gonna. And I'm. And, and I'm just curious because I want to know. And I'm gonna look it up. I'm just curious. 
Yes, I'm just uh, um, trying to figure out. Uh, yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Yes. Let's take a look. I put what country the U.S. is not allowed in. Uh. Oh, well, they say the U.S. China has banned the U.S. No. Yeah, U.S. can go to U.S. can go to China. It's not China. Well, let me see. What country the U.S.A. Okay, I I got it. I got it. I got it wrong. Okay. No. E M B What country the U.S. has no embassy in? Ah. Well, we, well, those are... Yeah, we're not talking about that. Well, I would say... The, and they were right. Okay. It's, uh... Um... People... It's Iran... Well, we knew about North Korea. Like I said, I wasn't talking about North Korea because everybody knows about North Korea. It'll be Iran. That I can understand that one. Um, Antigua, Barbuda, Dominica, Grenada, St. Kitts, Needs, and St. Lucia, St. Vincent, and the Gr- and Grenadines, Guinea-Bissau. Those are all in the Caribbean. So, ugh. I uh, yeah, that's yeah. We 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 know about that. I knew about that, because, I mean, that's just countries that I knew about. Um, there's one, like, um, west, uh, Turk, west of Turkmenistan is Iran. Yeah, I knew about that one. Pakistan, Iran has reportedly refused idea to reopen the embassy in its capital, the Tehran, Iran. Yes. Yes, that's the reason. Bhutan. That's the one I was talking about. That's what I was looking for. I found it. It's Bhutan. Sorry. Yeah, well, we knew about the, all the Middle Eastern countries. Most of them really don't like the U.S. But it's Bhutan. Bhutan doesn't have a U.S. embassy, even though they are part of the United Nations. They refuse. They refuse to even do ties with the U.S. because they don't want U.S. influence or U.S.-backed money. Because they know what that means. Here's an example. They know that if they get U.S.-backed money or U.S. influence, that means, oh, I do you a favor, now you got to do me a favor. I wash your hands, you got to wash my hands. That's what the U.S. is talking about. 
That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, we found that out. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. See what I mean? That's what I mean when I say the U.S. See, there's a lot of countries the U.S. is not allowed to go into. And that's because... That's what I mean. A lot of countries are like that. They don't like the U.S. Yeah, and I live here. Do I like it? Yes. But a lot of countries don't. Because of what's going on. Seriously. They, they, they do not like the U.S. Oh, look at you. They do not like you. I tell you. They do not like it. If I, they, yep, they don't. And the only reason why they don't is because the U.S. just tends to bogart in every country and all their affairs and stuff and and always want to change certain things with the country and stuff. And that's the reason why. So, you know what I mean? And that's the reason why. And that's the only reason why. Because the U.S. tends to be nosy into every country. Yeah, And there's this, uh, there's this one small island country... They don't even want no one around them. Seriously. Yes, they don't want no one to uh, come around them. At all. They don't want no one around them. You know, I forgot the name and I, I, I might have to look that up later. But the reason why I tell you that is because I want you to understand that that's how the U.S. is. We've been bogarting a lot of... Com- and we live... And if you live in the U.S., you probably didn't know stuff like that. Like... Like, here's one that I did not know until I had to go do the research. Trust me, students, I had to research this. When they had the rebel down, I think it was, um, was it Venezuela? Or was it, no, it wasn't Guatemala. It wasn't, it was either, it was either El Salvador or Venezuela or Honduras. Where they had the big rebel fighting. It's one of those three, one of those three. They were having this massive fight where the former, well, the president that was in office the U.S. didn't like because he wasn't um, a diplo- He wasn't a democracy. He wasn't a, dem- he wasn't a Democrat. He wasn't a Democratic um, person. He ran his country like a under the Boulevard system, meaning that he ran it like the old oligarchs of communists, like um, like like down in Cuba when Fidel when Fidel and Raúl de Castro ran the country. You know, it's my country, I run it, I own this, you do what I say or you go to jail. That's how he ran it. And the system was, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was no good. And that was no bueno. But he did anyway. And they did it because that's how the system was. And they ran it that way and then he has one of those countries. And they showed on the news where they were having this huge protest. Talking about they were going to overthrow the government. And the protest wasn't even about that. They were protesting that... They were they weren't protesting about take, about the government about the way the president was. They were protesting the cost of food. They wanted the president to lower the price of food, and that's what it was. But the media said they were protesting. They wanted him out of office because he was no good, and they decided to put in this radical new democracy president. So what they did was they paid the U.S. paid locals people and other people 
to take him out. And he got caught. And they got caught. Yeah, they got caught. Oh, yeah, how about this one? The U.S. US backed um, um, a radical group. I'm, I'm allegedly going to say this. Allegedly backed a rebel group that took out the person in the took out the person in Haiti I think that was yes they killed him took him out of office yes shot him and they caught the guys yeah US led the guys were paid there were two there were a couple of them from Germany they were like they were like PMCs PMCs are private military contractors these were like soldiers of fortune hitmans for hire you go on the black market you can find them yeah hitmans for hire and that's what happened. Yes, Hitman for Hire. And that's what they got. Hitman for Hire. See, and I'm telling you, that's how it is. It's like that. And you never know. See, the reason why I'm telling you all about this is because I want you to understand, sometimes you got to do that. Do your homework. Don't trust the media. You can trust me. Yeah, trust me. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you, because everything I'm telling you is my opinions, and I'm not. If I say it's a fact, you'll know it's a fact. And stuff, because like I'll, I'll tell you stuff. Last time I read and I look up stuff, and so I'll say this is a fact, and I'll tell you where I got it from. And if I say, if it's opinion, you'll know it's an opinion because I won't say it's a fact because you only hear the professor said it was a fact. If I didn't say it was a fact, it's just my opinion on how things are, and that's how I want you to state it. Okay? All right? Yeah. You know, my time is up. I got to go and pay the water bill. Sorry. But I want y'all to understand about what goes on when I told you about the oil and stuff. And always watch the stock market and look at the news. People always ask me, why do I have to look at the news? You really want to look at the news? Because in the news is what you really need to know. Because what the news talk about is only half of the truth. Okay? Remember that. Only half of that's true. The other half is false. Okay? All right. I got to go. I'm out of here. Talk to you later. Catch you in the next episode. Bravo 6, Going Dark.